king in it. Rule your own world. What is happening, guys? And welcome back to the second episode of the King in It podcast. Welcome back. If you've made it, congratulations. Hopefully, you enjoyed episode one. So, what are we going to be talking about today, then, Craig? Today is all about how to start anything. So we're going to be talking about kinging it, how we started and where we are now. And just to give you guys like a boost, if, you like th- if, if you're thinking about starting something, we're here for you. Yeah, like if you've got a burning passion inside you, you know, you have got a grand love for the flute and you think you can start your own flute school, you know, and go touring around schools and stuff teaching people, we are here for you. You can 100% do what you want. Like, if we can do it, there's no way you can't do it. That's pretty true. I think that's a good testament to to us and what we do. If we can do it, then anybody can do anything. 100%. 100%. You've just got to have, you know, a small couple of brain cells. And the passion. The passion. If it's there, you're going places. It doesn't matter what it is, even if there's no niche for it. Passion is in fashion, isn't it? It is, Craig. That is our... It's going on the website, that is. That's our new motto. So this episode of the King of the Podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. I'm joking, we haven't got any. <laughs> I was like, shut up, are we? <laughs> Go on, boys. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not there yet, but one day. Squarespace. It's been a little while before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, we're after a sponsor. Uh, so if you yeah if you haven't listened to the first episode we talked about us and where we came from it was like a get to know us so if you haven't listened to that yet go back and download that one yeah. give a little tunage we probably won't make sense otherwise all right so so where are we starting with this then Craig so how to start anything what are you like at starting stuff so like give me an example like what do you mean starting something like what like anything so so. A YouTube channel, for example. Okay, because I've done that. Have you? Did you set it up? Yeah. Well, I, I had some help. Like, Did you set up the Facebook page prob- as Probably well? it wasn't me, but, you know, I was there, so... Amy just showed up late to the party. <laughs> it was like we had a party for all our mates, and I was like, oh, Amy, we can have this party, it's going to be wicked. And I set up all the decorations, blew I'm up like, all the is balloons. I'm like, is there food, though? I paid for the bar, and then Amy just showed up and took all the glory. I looked good, though, didn't I? <laughs> so getting into actually starting something the one thing that we've started and we've become successful at is youtube semi-successful i was gonna say um we're not quite there yet we're getting there successful in the sense that we've worked with brands we've got paid to to for our passion haven't we yeah we're doing what we love in that sense completely you proud of yourself yeah i mean as i say you i didn't start this um I've probably given minor help over the years. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, babe. You've done well. You've done well. Cheers. You make a good team. I'm good at spending what we earn. Yeah. As opposed to making it. Got a good example. I was on the phone earlier talking to someone about some possible work in Wales. And then Amy takes a phone call halfway through mine and she's on the phone to Greenpeace. And she's like, yeah, £9 a month, that sounds good to me. (laughs) Think of the ocean, Craig. (laughs) She was very good at what she did. She's got passion for the earth. Is and it? so do I. She's got fashionable passion. If I had more money, I would be an earth an earth woman. A woman of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd own Greenpeace, you know. Maybe that's something I can start myself. It's like a little, you know, charitable goodness for the world. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe one day, you know? When we can support ourselves, then maybe I can support the world. How's your week been, kid? Um, yeah, it's been great. Thanks for asking, Craig. We've done uh, lots of Mongol rally stuff. Sorry, I thought the, the candle was on fire then. <laughs> Is on fire. Well, yeah, but it looked like a big fire. So yeah, we've you know we're trying to sort out some work. We're going to Bali soon. I need to write a list on the things I need to buy to take with me. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's got any um, ideas on where there's really good bathing suits out there, holler. Don't encourage her. How's your week been, Craig? It's been up and down. I'm not gonna lie. We've we're in a bit of a tight spot, aren't we, with work and stuff like that, and we're we're having one of those weeks where we're like, what What are we supposed to be doing with our lives? It's kind of turned into a month now, though, haven't it? <laughs> we're proper moping whoppers, aren't we? But this is what happens, right? This is a prime example of when you mope about and things just get worse and worse for you, okay? This is what happened to me last night after I left you. Right. So my parents are away in Florida, and I came home after being at Amy's house, and I left the dogs in all day. And the the dogs have got a dog flap in the back. But before I left the house, I didn't check the back door. And there's a door before the back door, which I locked before I left. So the dogs have been in the house all day. So I opened the front door and I stepped in a big pile of shit. You stepped in it? At the front door? It was literally on the mat, disguised on a brown mat. So there's no way I would have seen it. Massive... Biggest turd you've ever seen. Oh my god. Stepped in it. So I was there cursing. I was like, what have I got? I sounded like the guy off Home Alone. He was like, what have I got? What have I got? <laughs> Booting off. So I like kicked the dogs out, went back to clean up the poo. I was absolutely raging. I had a pair of vans on, took them out into the garden, put the vans like the other side of the garden, and got the hose out, blasted the bottom of the vans. Shit, straight on my face. Oh! <laughs> So that is a. Oh, you sicko! Is the perfect example. At that point, there was nothing I could have done other than laughed. I was like, "This is it's gone so far." That I was like, "I need to laugh or cry." So yeah, you know when you just have those days though, and you just like it gets worse. I've never and worse. had shit in the face, no, Craig. But I can imagine how bad it was for you. So yeah, I thought I'd save that story for the podcast. You're minging. So yeah, there we go. It's your fault at the end of the day, though. Those dogs were in crossing their legs, oh, and they probably thought, Do you know what? Just for this, he's gonna stand in it when I come home. I'm gonna place gonna it in the that. perfect spot. Oh, love you. That sounds gross. It was. It was gross. Fans, if you're listening, we need a sponsor for our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Okay, how to start anything? Yeah, should we get back on track? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> So, kinging it. We started kinging it. We started a YouTube channel. We started travelling. That was the first, our first love, wasn't it? Pretty yeah. much. So, so basically, yeah, you have to figure out what name you want, what you're like as a person, you know, what kind of style you want your stuff to be in. Because that'll reflect, you know, your cover photos and your logos and all that jazz. So you have to figure that out first. You're talking about starting a YouTube channel now, yeah? I'm starting about YouTube channel, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I think just like bringing it back to basics though, about starting anything, I think it's just actually doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Do you have poo on your face, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> You've got such a muttly laugh. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking that, I was like, have I got poo on my chin? <laughs> 
back at that. Oh, my days. All right, that's enough now. <laughs> All right, focus, Aim. Focus. All right, I've got it. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start something? Um, well, it really depends what it is, see? But... Oh, I don't know. I'm not the guru. Do you know what I mean? I would never take my advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you were going to start something, what would you do? Okay, so I'll let you into a little secret, Craig. Okay, hit me. I am starting something. Are you? Well, we are together. You know what it is. Do I? But yeah, I for do. once in a lifetime, it is actually my idea, which is nuts. Because I truly believe that this is going to make us our millions. Don't be telling what people what it is now, because you've told half a barrier. I'm already. not going to tell you what it is, because it's such a brilliant idea that everyone's going to want to nick it. So, where am I with this? So, I guess, first and foremost, you have to have a passion for what you want to do. You know, it's got to be inbuilt in your soul, and you've got to feel like whatever you're doing is going to change your life or change someone else's life and really do good for the world you know there's no point in like planning a bank robbery that's not you can't start that that's not something we're on about but like yeah just planning doing it every day researching just having it in the back of your mind and if you're doing it next to your nine to five job you've just got to go for it like as soon as you come home it's got to be the first thing on your mind when you wake up you've got to think about it and how you can take it into the world do you know what i mean that was deep babes is it yeah. Check you out, being all professional. Oh, no. <laughs> I think the key point, though, is the passion. That, like, um, something that excites you. Yeah. Like, anything you're going to start. If you're like, I know it's difficult if someone's like, oh, I want to start training or going to the gym. Because it's, it's hard to get motivated for that. But if you think about an end goal mm. instead of, like, the journey yeah. and focus on that, that's what you need, isn't it? Especially if you truly believe that what you believe is going to happen. Yeah. You know? We're all about that, aren't we? The secret and all we that. We are. We're, we're totally about that. And if you work hard enough, it doesn't matter what you want to do, you will get there. You will honestly get there with a lot of hard work. We're not there yet, but I know it's going to happen. Yeah. And we've got, the, obviously, the passion and the drive for it, so we just have to keep going. Yeah, so... Because we're, like... We love the secret and all that kind of stuff. Like, the power of believing and stuff... Because I was like, when I saw YouTube and vlogging at first, I was like, we could 100% do this and make money from it. Mm. And I knew that we could. I just knew it. And it was only a matter of time. And we've just worked and worked at it. Yeah. And and it's just like overcoming those boundaries, isn't it? Of people being like, oh, are you sure you're going to do that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because when, when we came back from our first trip, our round the world trip, I was like, right then, you know, we've got a bit of debt now. Let's, uh, let's get back to nine to fives, work that off. And Craig was like, uh, no. And I was like, are you shitting me? Like, what are you on about? We should start this as a, you know, a regular income thing. I was like, what the hell are we going to do? And I think my mum thought we were potty. Probably yours did too. Mm. And I was just like, no. I had the fear, Craig. I had the yeah. fear. I was just like, how, how is this even possible? And you were, you were just fully focused. You were ready to do it. And you've obviously talked me into it and stuff. But... Yeah, you're the one that all this belief sort of comes from and I've just sort of soaked it in over the years and now I'm like a proper spiritual and that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is mad, like, I can't remember what the quote was but I read something the other day and it was saying, like, you have to be strong enough to believe in your own 
goals, even if the closest people to you don't. And I knew, I knew we could make this into a business. I just knew it. Yeah, man, that's and sad, isn't it? It was hard work trying to convince you. I remember we had, we were having proper Barneys, and he was like, "I'm going to get a job," and I was like, "No, no, you're not getting a job." And I'm, <laughs> this yeah, is I'm your glad job. you took me out of it, but I didn't see any other way around it. Yeah. Like I didn't have that self belief, and I didn't really. I guess I didn't really know what we were doing, to be honest. Where you are, they're all you know planned out and written out in your head yeah but that is that is it that's what stops people from starting anything is yeah. the fear what what if it doesn't work what if i spend 10 grand trying to get this you know glamping business off off the floor and, and it doesn't work i've lost all my money mm. you you really need to see that vision plot it out and know that it's going to work yeah uh, for sure and it's having a plan the other thing that people do is that they they have this idea and they write a plan um, and they make the steps towards it, but as soon as they hit that first hurdle, they're like, oh, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. You've got to keep going. You have to keep going. There's so many people who, like, told us that we couldn't do it or didn't believe in us. And, you know, like Amy said, we're not fully there. You sound we're... like we've, like, world domination. <laughs> no, but, like, we've done well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We're, we should be so proud of everything we've done. And I just want... We just want more people to know that you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. You just have to keep on working hard. Because a lot of people are like, oh, it's, you know, I've got this wicked idea. And they look at celebrities or, you know, successful people and they're like, oh, but the, they had this and they had that. you still got to work your ass off to get anywhere in life. Yeah. So, uh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, we've got a couple of questions because we want to, like, obviously keep this to travel. So, um... You got some questions for me there, kid? Or so what? I just wrote down a few little like Spitfire questions. Do you know what I mean? So Isn't um, it quick fire. Is it? <laughs> well, this is Amy's version. <laughs> Spitfire. Oh, hang on, come here. I just need to get that shit off your face. <laughs> okay, Craig. What is the most visited country in the world? Now have a good think about this, because whatever you're about to say, that's wrong. Okay, you ready? No, you no, haven't I'm... even thought about it. I think I know. You haven't got a clue, mate. France. Shut up. <laughs> you fucking looked at my answers. No. no, I haven't. You're lying bastards. Eiffel Tower, innit? Everyone wants to see it. No, I would never have said France. That is the right answer, by the way. Um, i got a confession to make. One of my facts that I've written down is that France is the most visited place in the world. Did we not get off the first uh, page of Google? No. <laughs> well, you probably know all the questions, so all the answers I've got then. Your little scamp. Uh, that is a mad fact, though, isn't it? I never, Mental. ever would have guessed that. What would you have said? You know what? I don't believe it. <laughs> Captain Skeptic. Yeah, it's like a running joke now. Everything Craig says to me, I'm like, but really, though? But is that true that I'm going to Google it? I don't know if that's true or not. What would you say, the most visited country? I have no idea. I have no idea. America, because it's the biggest, and you, you know, by process of... Elimination. But kind of not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what I would have said. I, I would have... Would you have said, like, Japan or something? I would have said Japan, but, but that's, that's it. based on population. That's it, that's exactly what yeah. I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Yeah, no, mental. I, that's crazy. What about the biggest city? Did you write that one down? The biggest city. City in the world, yeah. No, I didn't. Ah, no. I Was it a BuzzFeed one you were looking at? I have no idea. I just. You just, just call me a twat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest city in the world then? Have a good think about the it. The biggest city, as in population or just size? Visited. The most visited city. Oh, the city. most visited city. Yeah. Um, 
London? No. I'll give you a clue. It's my favourite city in the whole world. Shopping's 10 out of 10. New York? No! Can't afford New York! Bangkok? Yay! <laughs> Is it? The most visited city? It's Bangkok, yeah. No way. Yeah. I mean, I think so. That's what it says. <laughs> I think so. Whether or not it's true or not. Or is this amybannisterfacts.com? All right, shall I give you a little fact? That's what we're doing, isn't it? All right, so this is a little <laughs> bit off subject, but... So, kasu mazu is a Sardinian cheese, right? That contains live maggots. Oh, my God. And they can jump up to five inches. So when you eat it, you have to cover your eyes because they jump in your eyes. Why on earth would anyone want to eat that? I don't even know, but I seen it the other day and I was like... I nearly spewed. It that was that is... bad. Do you know what? Humans are just next level, aren't they? <laughs> there's like there's stuff in the world that I see, and I'm just like, what was the first person thinking? Well, he thought, you know what? I'm going to start something. I'm going to start a cheese. And it's going to have jumping maggots in it. And do you know what's going to be my little kick? That's going to make me stand out from the rest. Maggots. And goggles when you little eat it. dancing maggots that you can chew. That is minging. Yeah, it's gross. To the next level. So, so it's about it not being travel related, but I just thought you all needed to know that. <coughs> Cheers, drive. Got any questions for me then? I have got a question. I made this one up myself. Oh, so um, it's going to be untrue then? No, it's a question. How can a question be untrue? All right, go on. <laughs> this is going to be a way around this that is just not on. No, this is just a, a subjective question. Oh, that's I like them then. Go on. If you were going to pick. One the famous yes. person to travel with, who would it be? One famous person. Can't be male. <laughs> <laughs> you old Joe Babes, yeah. I'm joking, Babes. Um, you have to give me a minute to have a think about this. One person to travel with. Dead or alive? I really like Alan Carr. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be a bit high maintenance, though. Oh, yeah, but he'd pay for it all, wouldn't he? No, like, all right, so this is the catch. They're, they're just... So see what I tell you, there's always going to be something unstraightforward about these bloody questions. Go on. <laughs> so he's just as poor as you. Oh. So he can't pay for it. Well, he'd make me laugh, though. Okay. I do, yeah. I'm going to stick with my answer. Alan Carr. I'm going to stick with my answer, Bruce. I'll take ten from the top, please. <laughs> Alan Carr. Alan Carr. Alan, if you're listening, mate, there's always a spot on this podcast for you, my friend. What about you? What, what would your answer be? Well, I, I don't actually have one. I was thinking about it whilst you were thinking of yours. You're rude. But now that you've said Alan Carr, I'm thinking comedian as well. I'd probably yeah. be Gervais, Ricky Gervais. Oh, uh, or him. He's great. He would be quite funny. But I think he'd be quite high man- maintenance as well. He's a bit of a diva, isn't he? I'm not sure. Yeah, especially if like we took all I his money away. <laughs> if we took his money away, I think he'd be a bit of a diva. Uh, back to facts. Back to facts. I've got I'm, a killer one for you Oh, yeah. go on then. <clears throat> the longest time between two twins being born... Is seven is eighty seven days. days. Yeah, oh. I heard that one before. Do you know when you're a bit gutted when someone's heard that? But can we just have a little minute to just talk about that? Okay, go on then. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> was she just a really lazy mum or? What? No. She was like, oh, I've had one now. I'm gonna have a fat. I'm gonna have eighty seven days off. So unlike Craig, you know, I actually do my research. So you just clicked the fact but I actually clicked into the fact right went on to mirror.co.uk and it says oh it's definitely bullshit then so she went into labour like four months early she had one and then she waited an extra three months and had the other one so that is true because I was like shut up is that true but it actually is that's a rubbish fact isn't it I I thought it was brilliant (laughs) 
You love pregnancy, don't you? Oh, I do though. Don't, starting the starting of life, Craig. Don't be getting broody though. No, no, I would not be able to. Um, Talking about starting things. <laughs> to, like, look after a child's. Imagine <clears throat> starting someone else's life. Look, you, there you go, mate. There's some life. Do what you want with it. Oh God. No. No, it would just be. I mean, we'd have great fun because we could do like you know parent. I'm going to say daughter, because I'd never want a boy, no offence, boys. Parent daughter sort of, you know, costume days where we can go out in our onesies with our backpacks and glitter shoes. And we'd have a great time. In fact, yeah, I'd be a wicked mum. <laughs> okay, i got some facts for you about travelling. Now, are they all true? Well, they're off the same list that you got, so... Oh, I've probably got them written Who knows? Down, the first one is that... It's, it says vacation. I would never say vacation because I'm not American. But taking a vacation can lower your risk of heart disease. It's not. It doesn't run in my family. I haven't got. I haven't got a bad heart or nothing like that. Well, for the, all the people out there, have got a risk of heart disease. Go on holiday. Also, travel has been shown to promote overall brain health. So, what have you got to say about that? I thought you were going to say. So, what have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just I don't like this thing. I like sit in the back with my towel over my head and hope I don't faint. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going with this? This is supposed to be encouraging people to star stuff. Now we're just reading off random facts. Plus, if you've got heart disease, how can you go on holiday if you can't get insurance? <laughs> Should we talk about something a bit lighter, perhaps? <laughs> oh, oh, one fact that I've got here. Is it is it that Mongolia is the least? Populated. No, it isn't. Now you can STFU, right, and just pretend you haven't heard it if you've heard it. Go on then. So pilots, right? Yeah. The pilot and his assistant must eat different food in order not to upset their stomachs at the same time. If you get food poisoning on the plane and the pilots have both eaten this food poisoning plate, who's going to drive the plane, Craig? Cabin crew. In fact, it'd probably be you because you were the only vegan. Also, I'm a qualified drone pilot so i'm basically a pilot oh oh yeah forgot about that so i'll just let them know be like getting the toilet lads do your poos i'm taking us to la trying not to get it on my face <laughs> <laughs> you loved that story didn't you oh mate you, you should have seen crying. it you know when like i wish i was you know when <laughs> you know <laughs> you know when something hits you and you whip your head back is that <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gee whiz. Oh, we're so childish man <sighs> alright then let's go back to travelling and I've got another question for you alright then fella so this is how to start anything if you were going to give someone advice they were like I've never travelled before and I want to go travelling Yeah. so th- this guy's name is Bob he's got a 9 to 5 job he's not got any debt, or he might have some debt, but he wants to go travelling. Yeah. What's your advice for Bob? All right then, Bob, fella mate. Um, <laughs> what job does he do? It doesn't matter. That's all I know. No more questions. All right. So, um, oh, so you work in a call centre, no problem. So you get pretty decent pay. Like, does he does he live on his own? Has he got a lot of bills? Or what did I say about questions? Why do you do this to me? You always. I need. I need so to know. So my question that I'll just ask you again. All right. All right. You need to save some money. We've had interviews before, right? And Amy gets asked a question, and then she goes off on the 
Captain Tangent. And then she comes back and she's like, what was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) Right, so listen up now. I'll ask it one more time. What advice would you give to anyone who wants to go travelling? And this is for Bob to take his first steps. Um, Thanks for your question, Bob. Thanks for writing in. Um, My advice would be literally slug it out as long as you can in work. Save as much money as you can and then go for it. Is he good at photography? He's um, he's only got one eye. You only need one eye. (laughs) Because you usually close one. (laughs) Do you smoke or something, Craig? (laughs) As I said it, I was like, oh yeah, you only need one. (laughs) Anyway, save loads of money. You know, do a massive trip. You will get the bug big time. And yeah, just just go for as long as you can, really. And really relax when you're there. Your barley belly. Relax when you're there. You know, take everything in your stride. Don't be scared. The world is a crazy, diverse place. All right, Bob? But if you need some help, just give me a call. I'll help you. So what's his first steps? What does he do? Save money. Save money. Save yeah. money. All right, what next? But but there's nothing better, right, than actually working a job that you either hate or, you know, you're just in because it pays the bills. Knowing that you're going to go on an epic adventure is there. No. It doesn't feel like work. You go in every day and you're happy because you know you've got something massive to look forward to. So, yeah, save as much as you can. Be happy in the meantime. Make loads of friends, you know, so when you have your leaving party, there's someone there to wave you off. And, yeah, make the sickest itinerary you can. Hit up as many countries as you can. But don't don't go to too many too quickly because you'll get tired. Oh, yeah, that's me. What if Bob just wants to go to Bosnia for, like, a week? I have no idea where Bosnia is. Do you know? Yeah. Where? It's by there, isn't it? <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> so Bob wants to go to Bosnia. What's he want to do when he's there? Does he uh, want to start something? He um he's found a um a one eye club in Bosnia. Yeah. Were good support group. Really good at archery, so he wants to join the the archery group in Bosnia. Oh well, I mean that's people and I. Pretty straightforward, isn't it? Save your money and go. See you later. He hasn't got his own bow, though. Buy one. Save your money and go. I need <laughs> Top a advice example. <laughs> from Amy Bannister. Bob, if you're out there, send us a selfie. <laughs> He's winking at you. <laughs> You'll get proper well gel, won't you? <laughs> Stop winking at my missus. He's like, I've got one eye. I'm like, fucking hell, Craig, you're so rude. <laughs> All right, Craig, what is the most expensive hotel room in the world? Don't even be telling me you know this. So... For one night, we're talking. For one night. Can you tell me where it is? Um, yeah, it's in Geneva. It's actually is in it? a... I'm not going to tell you the name of the hotel because it kind of gives it away a little bit. It's not that one with like the pool overlooking the mountain, is it? I have no idea. There was no pictures. Oh. It's just a fact. So you're expecting me to guess the name of a hotel I've never heard of? No, no. I want you to guess how expensive the oh, room was for one night. For one night. Eyes on the price, fella. I'm going to say... Because <clears throat> I've seen some that have been like four or five grand a night but it's probably going to be way more than that and this I, is in dollars as well just going to put that out there okay I'm going to say $50,000 for one night the answer is actually $83,200 oh per night and it's in the Hotel President Wilson in Geneva it's the Royal Penthouse Suite but who is paying that what I've got a few questions oh Alan when we go do you reckon we could get in there like have you got that much money what was your question? So, first of all, when can you check in? 
if you're paying eighty three thousand dollars, I want check in to be six a.m. Um, three three p.m. Th- three p.m. So same as normal. So you've you've got normal time in there. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's a bit crap, isn't it? What but, time's check out? But the bath's made of like uh, gold teeth. Made out of gold teeth. Yeah. Like melted down yeah, old people's. Yeah, expensive. That's a bit gross, isn't it? Yeah. What time can you check out? Uh, Eleven, or you can pay for late checkout, which is twelve. Twelve grand. But that's an, that, it, it, twelve grand to check out at twelve. Yeah. <laughs> for an extra hour. For an hour. Yeah. Do you get anything with it? Do you get like a helicopter that I can take you anywhere? Yeah, and... yeah, that'll do. You're just making this up now, yeah? But I have no idea. There was no pictures or nothing. It was just a fat Craig. <laughs> if if anybody would pay that, you'd have to be like a a billionaire. You'd have to be royal, like wouldn't you? Endless money. But then when you do that, they usually give it to you for free anyway. Yeah, they do, don't they? It's mad. The the crazy thing is, if you were a billionaire, right, you'd have so much interest on your money that you would make, like, more than 83 grand probably in half a day just from interest. Amazing. I'd love to be a billionaire, Craig. You'd just have to, you'd have to stay in those places, wouldn't you? Yeah. Which country is the You've most... You've got more questions, yeah. Which country... <laughs> just, just so everybody knows, if, if you don't know what Amy's like already... You are question time with Amy Bannister every day, and you? I should make my own podcast, really. Tomorrow, I'm going to secretly do a tally of how many questions Amy asks me. Within the first five minutes of me seeing her every day, and she asks me what? about 12 Craig? questions. Well, You've never got any answers for me, like zilch. And then he sort of goes, what do you say to me? That's all I know. That's all I know. No, this is what happens. I tell her something. I'm like, oh, do you hear so-and-so got engaged? And she's like... Where where did it happen? What what's their names? How did what's he do their it? Where was the ring? These are all standard questions that you where should know. Where they going? How many kids they gonna have? What shoe size is he? No. So now I just go. Oh, do you hear so and so got married? Uh, got engaged? That's all I know. So she's like, <laughs> uh, oh. I'm like, you can't come to me with that bullshit. Anyway, which country is the most diverse in the world? The most diverse. Yeah. Papua New Guinea. No, don't make it up. Which country is the most diverse? And it's not what you think it would be. Is it a European country? No. Oh. I would have said, like... I would have said England. I would have. Proper diverse in um, London, innit? Yeah. Dunna, 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 Boom. France. No, no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. It's India. Is it? It's India. Well, it's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I still don't think it's India. Well, it is, though, isn't it? It was but on a fact sheet. That's what it says, but, you know, you don't get... Like, in London, you get a lot of Indian people, but you get a lot of Londoners in India. I don't think you walk down the street... Well, you do, don't you? ...and see a bunch of Londoners walking through India. Most diverse country in the world, so I reckon. We'll soon see when we go later on in the year. Yeah, I'm up for India. A lot of people are like, oh, don't go to India, people shit in the street. And I'm like... Oh, you'll fit right in then. <laughs> Whacking around your little van shoe, <laughs> trying to hit everyone. Be getting shit on the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for India. I, I'm excited for the food in India, because they're gonna have lots of it, and they. Oh yeah, I just I know I'm gonna get the shits. Like <laughs> it always happens to me though. It will be. I take my diet or like my emoji, I'll be fine. It does. It happens to me as well though. It Not happened once, you. and you were like dying, like man flu style. Oh, you're shitting more than dying. It was your birthday, though, so I did feel sorry for you. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> okay, what's next, then? Because I've run out of questions. Well, just... We should be talking about 
how to start things. That was the, the aim of this podcast. All right, so where did we get to? So we started kinging it, and then, yeah, it wasn't until we got back from our first trip that we actually decided... <laughs> Going all the way back to this, though, yeah. That was a proper tangent, wasn't it? <laughs> So it wasn't until we got back from this first trip that we decided, right, we're going to make something of this. Well, Craig did, and I went along with it. So, yeah, um, I mean, when we, before we got home from that trip, we were in New Zealand for eight months working, and I worked in Cookie Time, Cookie Shop, which was just, well, I put, I put on put on a bit, a bit of chunk when I was there. And Craig worked for Bungie, which I wasn't too pleased about, because if you don't know Craig, he's broken his neck before. And uh, I just wasn't into that. Do you know what I mean? While we were working there, as we were vlogging and stuff, we were doing our videos, and we ended up working with Queenstown.com, which was massive. So, what did we do, Craig? We just sort of offered him like a minute's worth of video if he could give us all the activities they did there, yeah? Well, it started off when we wanted to do all the activities in Queenstown, but we were staying in this huge house, which we couldn't really afford. So we had like next to no money left, but we wanted some content. So we were like, let's just email the activity companies, see if we can get some freebies. Mm. So we emailed a few and we got some replies. I think the first one we had was the jet boat. Yeah. And they came back and were like, yeah, you can have a free ride. And we were like, holy shit. And it was like $60 each, wasn't yeah, it? Like £30 each. Expensive little neck of the woods, in it, Queenstown? Yeah. So we were buzzing after that. So And that was the first email we sent. I think we had maybe a thousand subscribers. And then I think Queenstown.com was one that we emailed and said, do you want to work with us? We did email them, did we? Yeah. <clears throat> and Dan got back. Yeah. Dan, the absolute legend. So if oh, you listen to this, you, mate, Dan. you're one of the key people to start in the King and It journey. That's so right. thanks, mate. Um, and yeah, Dan was like, leave it with me. I'll just get you an activity every week and you give me some footage in return for you doing it for free. Yeah. And then it just kind of grew from there then, didn't it? Yeah, because we were like working nine to five mm. and we'd obviously figure out what days we were off and made sure we were off on the same day. And then we'd go off and do all these activities. Like the girls in Cookie Town were just like, you are such a jammy little bitch. Because we, yeah, they were really expensive and there's no way you could go to Queenstown and do every single activity. It would minted. just be way too much money, yeah. Mm. Unless you went with Alan Carr or <laughs> who did you pick? Gervais. Gervais. Yeah. So yeah, that was like the the start of it for us. The real like, wow, this is something that we could do really well out of. We could do. Because yeah. we didn't even know that it was a thing. Obviously, once you get into the, the sort of social media blogging, vlogging industry, that's you know how it works. You contact people, you work with them in exchange for content or whatever, or money. And so that was the first like eye-opener, wasn't it? And we were like, mm. whoa, we got a freebie. It's madness. Yeah. So where did we go from there then? Well, we... A lot of stuff happened. We were like, do we stay in New Zealand? Do we not? And we, we were always planning on going back home for Christmas, weren't we? So we went home that Christmas, surprised the families and stuff. And, yeah. and we like, we had a return flight uh, to New Zealand, but we were like, let's just stay home and try and make something of King in it. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed home, did a bit of vlogging. We tried to vlog London because we thought I would like kick off and it didn't. Yeah. And then we had the viral video, didn't we, in January? That's right, yeah. So we decided we wanted to do a viral video, um, and I was just like, never going to happen. But Craig was adamant. I was like, it's going viral, bro. So he was like, right, wake up at 8 o'clock this one morning. We drove to uh, Morrison's, bought a £7 cod, took me down Barry I Island. I wasn't vegan then, FYI. Took me down Barry Island and uh, proceeded to throw it at my face. And because we'd argued a little bit beforehand, because... It really was such a stormy day that the sea bashes against the wall and like flicks over the promenade, so you just get soaking. 
What are you laughing for? Just flicks over. It does. Sounds a bit soft. Like you're flicking shit on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, every time like the waves would come over the wall, like I'd run away because it was so cold and so wet. And Craig would just get drenched. She was like, "That's it. We're going home." And I was like, "Oh no no no! Honestly, just do it one time and we'll do it." And it literally was a one-take wonder, wasn't it? One-take wonder, yeah. We didn't even laugh. I threw the fish at Amy, hit her in the chops, and then... Proper killed. Yeah, so then that video just kicked off on the internet. It, sorry, the GoPro just keeps going off. It kicked off on the internet, didn't it? Everyone yeah. just went wild for it. And then from there, we started getting jobs. So we got recognised by people, and we started working with, like, uh, Public Health Wales. We did a, something for them. Yeah. We did a Welsh road trip and did a bunch of vlogs and actually got paid for it. And, and that was the turning point, I think, because we were like, oh, my God, we're getting paid to vlog our own country, mm-hmm. do activities, mm-hmm. and get paid. Yeah, and the BBC picked us up as well, didn't they? Mm. And we were shit then as well. <laughs> I don't know how many followers we had, but our videos were diabolical. Yeah, pretty shoddy. So, yeah, that is another example of starting something. Because if we didn't get up that morning, go down there that day, the other thing that made that that video um, work was that it was sort of trending as a storm. It was, what was it, Storm Gertrude? Gertrude, yeah. And if we didn't get up and do it, none of that work would have sort of come from that and we might have still been struggling then. Yeah. So if you've got something in your head, it doesn't matter what it is, you have to start doing it. Play your flute save for your trip to Bosnia to see your archery mates or visit the most diverse country in the world which is India that's right Craig cheers how do you feel about all that then eh? yeah positive Craig proper positive yeah do you feel like you can go out now and like start learning how to play the saxophone or something oh I already know I already know do you did that when I was five but yeah I'm excited to start the Mongol rally yes we can't wait can we I mean there's like excitement for travel and then there's Mongol Rally excitement and it's like 10 times more. Next level, honestly. <laughs> We're still waiting on those bloody Uzbekistan visas though, aren't we? Yes, I told you they're going to take 10 days. Unbelievable. But yeah, as soon as we get that done, we're getting the car wrapped. There's going to be orange camouflage, going to have bloody stickers on it from all kinds of sponsors. If you want in, give us a bell. We've also got a Go- GoFundMe page, so make sure you... um. Pop some money in there. What's the uh, What's the address? www.gofundme.com forward slash King in It Mongol Rally. There you go. So uh, pledge to our GoFundMe. We're raising money for three incredible charities. If you're like, what on earth is the Mongol Rally? Do you want to just give them a little rundown of what it is, kid? Well, as I said before, it's really hard to explain it in words. You kind of need to have seen videos on it, but essentially it is like a massive road trip from london to russia in a 1.2 liter car that costs 500 pound or less um yeah for charity it's like a charity race but nobody really races it because we're going to explore the world didn't we craig i can't wait so we're doing it with two of our pals will and jess i think how many countries are we seeing 14 yeah it's a good whack 14 countries it's going to be unbelievable probably take about you know six to eight weeks i'd say depending on you know how trashed the car gets because there is no roads in like turkmenistan and mongolia and stuff mongolia being you know the least populated place on the planet and that that is another example of like starting something wacky as well because i know a lot of people do it every year and and maybe for for people who've done it before probably thinking oh the mongolia you know we've done it it's easy sort of thing but for us this is huge in it and we've said we said yes we said yes to the dress and now we're, <laughs> now we're trying to plan it. And 
you know, not everything happens overnight and it's taken a long time just to get to where we are now. Um, and there's things that have come up and we've been like, oh, bloody hell, you know, like, can we afford it, this, that, and the other. But we just got to keep going. It's going to happen. We know it's, we can picture ourselves driving in the rally and it's going to be sensational. It's going to be great, isn't it? Mm. So that is about it for episode two of the King and It podcast. This was a bit more uh, unstructured than the last one. Which wasn't structured anyway, so sorry about all of that. <laughs> but it is, it's just sort of like a little spotlight to talk utter shite. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the utter shite, literal shite on my face uh, <laughs> today. And uh, yeah, so make sure, make sure you subscribe. Can you subscribe to podcasts? I mean, you started this, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> he doesn't even know what iTunes is. What's a podcast? So yeah, hope you enjoy. Make sure you tune in for the next one. Tell your mates. What is the next one, Craig? So on the next episode, it's going to be how to travel. I know we sort of touched on it, how to encourage people like Bob to get on his travels, but it's going to be like solo travel versus couples travel, like travel experiences, do's and don'ts, stuff like that. Well, definitely travel solo, you know, open your eyes to so much more. You don't got anyone sort of, you have to pull along or be definitely less stressful I'm excited for that one though that should be really good cool so that is it thanks for listening guys we've had a great time and uh, see you on the next episode always remember every beautiful person out there rule your own world one two three Bye. bye